All right, um, what's up, guys? It's week five. Um, I'm actually recording this on Friday. It's like one o'clock. Um, <laughs> I was playing Apex with my buddy till like four in the morning last night, and I totally forgot that it was Thursday slash Friday. Um, so the the upload's gonna be a little late uh, to anyone that cares. But um, what a week it's been, man. I um. Watch the UFC fights, of course. Um, man, I gotta say, Dana White has really been, like, angry and going after these, uh, like, illegal streamers for a while now. It's still not hard to just go on the internet and find these UFC fights. Um, super easy. I don't know if I should say that on here, but I don't think anyone who cares is listening yet, so. Yeah, uh, Kamaru Usman versus Colby. Uh, number two, uh, what a fight! Um, Kobe got cracked and cut in the in the first round, and he fought all the way through. Um, crazy good fight. Um, Kamaru Usman is just a different kind of human, man. That dude, he'll be up there for a while. I don't really see anybody coming up that's gonna dethrone him. I'd like to see him try to go fight Izzy. I think that'd be a great fight. He'd have to go up fifteen pounds. Or Izzy would have to drop 15 pounds. Or they could do like a catch weight and maybe like 180. Um, but yeah, great fights. Thug Rose, um, she was great as always. Um, just pure domination in the fifth round. Um, some people might think that's boring, but like if you watch MMA, like, dude, she fought a good four rounds and then in the fifth round just went in, got that like almost like a tackle takedown. Just took top control, and um, the the Chinese woman she was fighting just couldn't get off couldn't get off her back, couldn't get to her feet. Um, great fights on that card. Um, just wanted to open up the UFC because it's fresh in my mind, and kind of just woke up. And I'm real pissed off that I didn't record this last night because I usually have like a little ritual and a routine, um, and it's tough to do it without that. But I refuse to not upload an episode today because um, it's Friday and I got to do what I got to do. Um, a lot of things happened last week. Uh, Henry Ruggs, I'm a big Raiders fan. Um, you know, he's driving drunk. Um, fortunately killed some poor person, some poor young lady in uh, Las Vegas. Um, shit makes me real sad whenever I see that kid's 22. He's younger than me. Uh, got drafted to the NFL, and I don't know, man. Like, I get it, bro. I don't know. I get, like, I guess, like, being young and dumb, but, like, driving a car so fast that you kill somebody on impact, on top of being drunk, on top of having a gun in the car, it's just a lot of, like, sad shit on top of it, and it's sad that this kid whatever upbringing he had, like, couldn't get away from, I guess, the bad decisions and, um, you know, kind of ignorance that comes with growing up, I think a lot of us deal with, like, not knowing good enough people to, I don't know, keep your head on straight or tell you that's a bad idea, like, and that's just what I thought about, I thought about this kid's 22 and his life is kind of ruined now, all because he didn't have the right people around him. 
you know, I, whenever I see stories like this, you know, I, you know, I work jobs and I do this podcast and my music on the side when I have time. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that like I have money to pay my own bills and I'm trying to save money for the future. And I know there's a lot more people out there that are in worse off positions than me and things like that. And when I see stories like this, and another one I'm going to talk about later in the podcast, it just always makes me think like these people that are in these positions, I don't, it's like they don't understand just like how fucking, they don't get what lottery ticket their life is. You know what I mean? Like if I was 22 and I got drafted to the Raiders, now I'm a Raiders fan, right? So that like, that's a silver lining on top of it, of the hypothetical. But like if I got drafted to the Raiders and I was 22, I was, you know, the I was one of the main receivers on that team. It's not like he was like coming in and out. Like he's a main look on the offense, you know. Um high rated draft pick. I don't know if in the middle of the night on like a a a week when I have a game coming up, if I'm going to be out at 3 in the morning drinking with a gun on me, like and I, I don't want to, like, shit on anybody's background or upbringing. I'm just saying, like, I don't think these people... Like, it, it makes... You can see why people get upset when they see these stories. And it's more, like... I, I can't ever see myself having that opportunity and that position and, I don't know, willing to risk it for something else. Like, that minor, I guess. And, you know... Especially me being two years older than that, dude. When I look at that and I'm like, man, two years ago, what was I doing? And I mean, I was probably still just as dumb, I guess, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't have this great opportunity and this great career. And, you know, I know you can get injured in the NFL band, but like when you get a contract in a bag like that to, man, if I had that, you guarantee your ass I'd be running laps every day and I don't know. I would just be really trying to enjoy it, you know, instead of trying to make it better, I guess. And this all stems from me, like, recently stopped drinking myself, and I don't go out a whole lot no more, so. But, like, I've been out to bars, and I used to play pool, like, uh, billiards, like, pretty competitively in this little league. Like, I bought a couple sticks in a bag, so I get what it's like to go out and it would be a part of that scene. But at the same time... <clears throat> If I had an NFL contract, I don't know if that would appeal to me as much as like, if, cause like the NFL contract or that's like insequential. It could be whatever you want. It could be your dream job, whatever. Picture your dream job. If that's truly what you want to do and would make you happy, like you wouldn't need to go out. You see what I'm saying? Like, sure, it's fine to go out and celebrate from time to time, but I don't think that like it's really a good trade-off, you know, you see that a lot, like, you see all these, like, rappers that die of drug overdoses, or, you know, they get caught, like, you know, just by people who are jealous of what they have, like, <clears throat> it's crazy, I don't feel like we really think about how much the people around you affects you, but along with that, um, going down the the same line of, like, terribly sad and unnecessary events, um, Travis Scott had a concert. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard a hot take, and I'm super late. 
and I'm even later than I should be, um, technically. But you guys didn't even need to know that. I could have just said that it, it took a while to upload. But transparency, I want you guys to know that I fucked up, and this is not our normal podcasting shit. So, a lot of people have their own take, right? I don't want to say that, like, Travis Scott himself is at fault, but Travis Scott is somewhat at fault here. Let me paint a picture like this. I don't want Travis Scott to be jumping in the crowd like Batman, you know, trying to save people and resuscitate him like them himself, right? But when you look at this footage, bro, and there are tens of 20, 30, 50 people trying to get a hold of your cameraman or you on stage to tell you to stop the show, get help, and you just take a quick pause and then you go back to singing, like... I've heard so many things like these are just my ideas of other people's ideas at this point because I've watched so many videos on it that like I'm not going to say that this is all just my opinion and my information I found a lot of this shit I heard from other people and this is my opinion on it as well. Somebody said everyone's been on a stage you've graduated high school you've been in a play uh, community church something right you've been on a stage you've been around a stage you understand how a stage works right. It's not like he couldn't see those people, bro. Like, he could see everything that's going on. And he makes this shitty apology video with a black and white filter. Like, it's a fucking... I don't know. Like, it's a... I don't... Like, it's a joke or something. Like, why, why are you putting a filter on an apology video, first of all? Like, why are you taking the time? Like, whatever it is. Like, I don't get that. I don't get that, first of all. That's a weird move to me. To put a black and white filter on your apology video... Uh, weird move. Sorry. I, it just blows my mind. Like, what's the thought process behind that? Like eight people just died at my concert and hundreds went to a hospital. I need to make a public statement. Hey, can y'all, y'all put a filter on that though? Yeah. It's got the filter. I just want to make sure it's got the filter before we send it out. Cause like, you know, people lost their lives and they're in, in, in they're in hospitals. Did, did my apology video had the filter on it though? Okay, and my wife's perfectly fine, right? She's like 100% okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, dude, if you look into Travis Scott's past behavior, he has endorsed jumping barricades and uh, rushing the stage before in his past. This show was in his hometown in Houston. He had an Instagram post where he said that they were at maximum capacity, but he got extra tickets anyway. Like, I get, like, most people see that, like, oh, he's trying to show love. It's like, yeah, but, like, bro, you're overpacking a venue. Then when you look into it, this venue's been reused by Travis Scott when they know it's over, like, they sell more tickets than people are allowed to be in there. So it was overcrowded to begin with. There's not enough security. Yeah, sorry, there's a dog in the background. I'm recording this in, in the middle of the day. There's nothing I can do about it. I muted my mic. Um, yeah, sorry. That sucks. But anyways, um, there was more people in the crowd than there was supposed to be. And on top of that, there was less security. And like, I don't know, people were like, oh, look at those security guards not doing anything. But like, bro, you think a security guard getting paid uh, a, a minimum amount 
to do this job is going to try to like get in harm's way to stop these kids and uh, potentially get trampled. Like that's a person himself. You know, he's going to look out for what, for who he's got to look out, which is like himself. So like you can't be blaming random security guards for doing a job at a venue that's over, like it's overbooked. There's too many people inside of it. They're understaffed. And now you want them like they're hired security guards bro the people you need to be mad at is travis scott himself for not shutting down that concert dave grohl and other like rock bands have stopped shows like giant ass shows for fights like for like one or two three people fighting stop a whole ass show just to let them know they need to cut that shit out or they need to leave so if they can stop just a sizable amount of show and, like, rock fans are just as passionate as rap fans. They're not as young and stupid as in, and impressionable as young rap fans. But they are still rowdy, you know. Even, like, it blows my mind the fact that, like, this happens at a Travis Scott concert, but it doesn't happen at, like, I don't know, like, mosh pits. Like, I'm sure it does, but it's never happened this bad. Like, Travis Scott's concert is the worst thing to happen since, like, the 60s or something I read. Like, it's the worst, like, American concert incident in, like, 40, 50 years, right? So, like, the fact that, like, people are trying to pretend like it's not somewhat his fault, like, it is, bro. Like, imagine if you, once again, put yourself in the shoes of, like, for me, this hits home, bro. I've, uh, since I was a kid, I was dreaming about, like, I don't know, being at a concert or doing my own concert. Something, something cool like that, right? Now, imagine that you did that in your hometown, and you've performed at the Super Bowl. You've you've had Grammy nominated albums. You know you you you've done all these things. You come back to your hometown to throw a banger show, right? And you don't get a bigger venue. You don't you know hire more security. You don't you know get more water stations. Like nothing, bro. Like you just let it ride the last time you rolled through there. You signed like it's like he signed the same contract he signed two years ago or something. Like he didn't even look into it, bro. And I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't ever like if I ever get to that level of fame or some level of fame, I don't ever want to get to the level of fame where I'm no longer in my own shit. Like if I no longer have my own dirt on my own hands, like if I'm not doing my own shit, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Like, if you get famous to the point where you you can't be bothered to check into your own shows, to check into your own security, to check into how the shows... Like, bro, that's your job, motherfucker. Like, it shit pisses me off when I hear stories like this and people try to defend the artist like it's not their fault. You motherfuckers deserve better, all right? And these people like Travis Scott... I, I like Travis Scott, right? This isn't like me hating... I like Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott more back in the day when, I don't know, I guess he wasn't as mainstream, but, like, make your money, bro. I still think he makes decent, like, good music. <clears throat> I don't think he's a terrible person. I just think that, I like I said, I think you, you, the people, the listeners, us, like, people out here in, in like, normal life... We deserve better than these people who we prop up and we give them this fame, this success, this money, this platform. We give them all these things. And what do they give us? Nothing, bro. He didn't even give anybody an ounce of time. It shows like the entitlement, the disconnect from wherever he grew up, wherever upbringing he had. Travis Scott is young. So it's not like this dude lived for 
30 years and then got famous and has all this life experience and no dude he probably got famous when he was like 18 years old so he has 18 years of life experience and then everything after that is now like what he knows he's disconnected for the past like i don't know travis scott's been popular since i was in high school for the past like six seven years bro travis scott has been in a different world bro this shows that disconnect the fact that he went to his hometown in houston and he didn't I don't know. He didn't care enough to look into who was running his shows and if everything... Like, I'm sorry, bro. If I ever get to that level, that's my job, bro. I don't have to go in and do a 9 to 5 anymore. I don't have to go in and work a double. I don't have to pick up shifts on my day off. I don't have days off anymore. At that point, you work for yourself. You're your own boss. You are your business. You are your, your entity, you know? And to not know what's going on underneath you is paramount to to you like it being on you bro like it's your name attached to it this is travis scott's astral world right this is your project this is your baby this is your creative vision you know everything about that show is supposed to it's supposed to be like uh, not only is it just a concert but it's got like rides it's like a whole thing right so you have this this creation this ambition but you don't have enough fucking dedication you don't have enough I don't know, fortitude in your brain to make you fucking see it through. You just hop up on stage, sing your songs, and, and collect the bag, right? And, like, I'm sorry. If you don't see it that way, then I, I think you look up to the wrong people, and I think that you need to reassess the way you look up to people. Because if you think Travis Scott is 100% innocent, I think you have a, a problem with the way you see the world. And I don't mean that as a diss, I just, I think you deserve better as a person. Because to give these people millions of dollars to, you know, a 14-year-old kid died at that concert, you know? Someone, someone like trusted you and your people, you and your team, and this show enough to send their child there. And then that kid dies, you know? Because of negligence on Travis Scott and his team, bro. I'm sorry. He is partially to blame. He is responsible. His name is on it. You don't get to throw events, sell out. You don't get to perform at the Super Bowl and then have a concert and then try to be like, it's not my fault. Like, that's not how this works, bro. Yes, it's not explicitly Travis... Like, Travis Scott didn't murder those people. Travis Scott isn't 100% solely responsible for their death. But I will tell you that Travis Scott, his negligence, and his people... Like... It falls on him, bro. You're the artist, okay? Like, I'm sorry. It is what it is, man. Like, I can't... I can't sugarcoat it and beat around the bush when you can go online and you can see that they sold more tickets and they had a two-packed of a venue with too small of a staff with not enough water stations. Like, I'm sorry. You deserve better. These people don't care about you. They cared about the money and... Yeah, like I said, he didn't even care enough to stop the show. Uh, it's a dystopian fucking... It's hard to look at, bro. It really is. It 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 makes me sick. Um, it makes me sick when I just think about the fact that, like, this dude... Like, we gave this dude a platform, and... I'm sorry, bro. It's a disgusting visual. If Travis Scott was on stage begging people to calm down and settle down and doing everything in his power that he could on a stage with a fucking microphone that's amplified, like, I'd be a lot different in how I think about him and this situation. But when I see you doing vocal riffs while a dude's being resuscitated, 
goddamn does it make me want to punch you in the fucking throat, dog. Like, that shit's disgusting, man. Like, uh, I just think about all the great, like, fucking, I don't know, man. I don't, like, I'm sorry, if that's a Jay-Z concert, I, I don't see that happening. I really don't. Like, I don't know. I think there's a lot different rappers you can put in that situation and they stop the show. 100%. I think if you throw Kid Cudi there, he stops the show. I think if you throw, like, man, like, even Machine Gun Kelly, bro, like, he's had some raging-ass shows, like, some crazy-ass shows. Like, love him or hate him, Eminem, blah, 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 blah. MGK is a known well performer. He's had some crazy shows, bro. And like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's like I said, it's sad. And I think we deserve better that we prop these people up with, you know, him and his fucking billion dollars, self-made fucking bullshit fucking wife. We prop these people up and what do they give us? Nothing, bro. They They give you absolutely nothing, bro. They fucking... You know, Nick Diaz said this shit when I was a kid, man. When he was about to fight GSP. And I never knew what it meant until I was like 20 years old. And I found out what it meant. And it's like, man, bro, these people are selling y'all wolf tickets. They're selling y'all wolf tickets and y'all eat them right up. Like, Nick Diaz had this shit in his brain when I was a kid, bro. He was saying this shit. About his own organization. And I look at the world. And I'm like man he was right. They're selling us all wolf tickets bro. And we're eating them bro. And yeah man. It, it's so true. And it just makes me really think about if I ever. I like the fact that maybe I'm late on the podcast right. Maybe I'm late on social media. Maybe I'm late on trying to do music. Maybe I should have tried to do this shit harder when I was 16. Maybe I should have, you know, applied myself more, right? But man, do I love being 24 and making a bunch of mistakes and knowing that shit. And also being able to watch people who might be younger than me or the same age who are famous before me make mistakes. It really makes you hone in on what you want and what you want this to be. And that's what I never wanted to be, bro. I would never want to be so big that I overcrowd a venue in my hometown and put people in danger. And then when I see it in the midst of it, just continue like nothing's going on. I never want to be that big. I don't care how much money comes with it. I don't care how many fans come with it. Um, That's just whack. So, you know, if you think Travis Scott did nothing wrong, I think you deserve better. And I think you're looking up to the wrong people. And I think that, um, Yeah, I think you deserve better. Like I said, like that's his job. His job is to be an entertainer. His job is to be on top of this. His job is to have capable people at the wheel if he can't do it himself, you know? So, there's tons of other people that sell out concert. You know, Drake sells out more arenas and has his own festival as well. You know, Drake doesn't have these problems. Drake has the OVO festival and it's never had a problem. I don't know how I can I could get the numbers if somebody really wants to get picky about it, but I'm 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 positive Drake's probably bigger, if not the same, as Travis Scott's Astro World. So, you know, if Drake can throw his own shit and you know, I'm just saying. Like if if Drake can have his own festival and this not happen, it shows Drake cares enough or cares enough to have people who care enough 
to do it. So that's the other thing. Maybe if you're Travis Scott, look into having people who care enough to this doesn't happen because it affects you. So, you know, there's that as well. But, um, yeah, man, it's just been a crazy week. Um, I'm looking into getting a different job. Y'all ever went into your job and asked for more hours and then you get the schedule next week and they cut your shit and you just go, ah, my fault. Like, I'm a fucking moron. Why did I even ask? I asked for more hours, bro. You know what they did? They gave me an uh, extra hour on every shift. And then they cut one whole day from me. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was cool. But, yeah, I'm trying to just find something else, man. It's crazy right now. You say we're going through a labor shortage, man. I'd be going and putting in applications, shaking people's hands, dodging COVID left and right, and I don't even get a call back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's weird, man. I definitely been trying to, you know, stick with the the music, but for me, it's just real hard to find beats that I like. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to start producing my own stuff, but yeah, the hardest thing for me is uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just real picky about the beats I use, and it takes me a while to find them. And then once I find them, it's all about making, you know, a story, a project, an idea. They all happen at their own speed, but, but yeah, um, I've been trying to keep up with, uh, Apex, man. I've been on this, uh, ranked, and, um, I don't know if anybody plays Apex, but we got a new map, new season, new character, so I play the new character, Ash. She's pretty cool. I have, like, 130 kills in, like, a week, two weeks, right? thought I was doing pretty good. It's a new character, right? Bro, I get into a fucking game. This dude's got like 600 kills with this character that came out two weeks ago. And I was like, bro, what does your room smell like, dog? Open the window. Spray some Febreze, homie. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on in your fucking room? Like, what? It just makes me sad, bro. Every time I play a video game and I think I'm getting good, I just get reminded that there's some nine-year-old somewhere that is fucking leagues better than me and will ever be because he already is better than me at, at nine, you know? But Apex is cool. I've been staying in touch with some people playing that, you know? And then uh, what else happened this week? Felt like something else happened now I wanted to talk about. Drawing a blank. Happens from time to time. Um, super excited though. Tomorrow, on Saturday, I'm driving up like two hours to Ocala. Um, it's National Free Comic Book Day. If you have a comic book store near you, go out. They should, if they're cool, they'll have a box of comics at the door. And you could just be able to take one. It's free comic book day, they should give you one. If they don't, tell them it's free comic book day. Maybe they'll give you one. Who knows? It's it's not going to be like a great comic. It's going to be like a kind of bad comic. Not bad, just not expensive. Um, but anyways, this guy, Joe, um, that's what the Craigslist ad said. Joe has a 32-foot barn. It's full of comics. Um... So he said in the post, you could take um, 50 cent and $2 boxes, you fill them yourself, 
and short boxes save you the most money. And then there's pre-filled boxes, action figures, collectibles, blah, 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 blah. So I emailed him because I didn't understand if like I have to pay 50 cents per comic to fill the box or if I get the box for 50 cents, I can just fill it. So basically, it's like 55 bucks for a short box or you can get two of them for 100, bro. So I'm going to go up there and just fill up an entire thing of comics and then probably a second one. And who knows, I might get a third, I might get some action figures, I might get some collectibles. I don't have a lot of collectibles, I got a lot of comics. I'm not into collectibles. Um, it's probably because like, I'm like bad with them, bro. Like, I'll play with them or something, I'll break them. I can't just leave them on a shelf or something, you know? But um, I'm super excited, it's two hours away. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get up there, I'm going to dig through some comics. Um, I've never been to an event like this Um as far as comics go, but I've always wanted to go to, like, a comic con or, you know, a comic book convention or something like that. It's just so cool when you see, like, tons and tons of comic books. For me, bro, it's probably, like, if you took, like, a car guy to, like, a a really nice parts store that had, like, all kinds of turbos and, and air intakes and, uh, I don't know, engine manifolds and I don't fucking know anything about cars, but for anybody who doesn't know anything about comic books, like, dude, this shit's gonna be... Just like Spider-Mans and Amazing Spider-Mans and Spectacular Spider-Mans. And you got Batman, you got the Dark Knight. And then, oh, it's going to be awesome, bro. They got, you know, they got DC, they got Marvel. He's advertising like Deadpool. Um, try to get some Constantine comics, bro. I really want Constantine comics. Um, I've liked Constantine for a while. And I'm hoping I can find a bunch of Hellblazers. Um, they're like all from the 80s and shit. So, you know, hopefully I can find some trying to grow the, uh, collection, um, I started collecting comic books for real, for real, when I moved to Chicago, I started finding comic book stores, and, like, I grew up in a small town in Kentucky, so, like, f comic book stores were, like, non-existent, so, like, when I found it, bro, I would go there all the time, and I would get Flash comics, and then they started knowing me, I'd get some Constantine, some Batman, some Robin, um, so, yeah, man, I'm super stoked, um, taking money out of my savings, it's, like, the first time in a while I've spent money on myself, like, as far as, like, just, like, going out to do something for myself, but it's gonna be cool, bro, um, you know, me and my mom, we're all gonna go up there, and, um, we're gonna get, uh, Portillo's on the way back, if you've never had Portillo's, or if you live in Chicago, shout out, because I miss that fucking place, and there's one, like, an hour away from me, and it's fucking absolute gas, if you've never been there, check one out if you're ever in Chicago, or, like, near Orlando, it's great, old school Chicago style restaurant, super big part of my childhood, every time we go up to visit my mom's family in Chicago, we'd always go eat there, and it's like one of her favorite places, so like I ended up liking it too growing up, but yeah, I'm super stoked for that, and then, yeah man, just hopefully like these fucking jobs call me back bro, cause yeah, I really fucking hate working like 20 hours a week, bro. That shit will piss me off, especially when they cut you from like 20 fucking 6 to 20, bro. Some bullshit, you know? But we're out here. We're going to keep on keeping on. Um, this episode is kind of rough. It's all over the place. There's dogs barking. We're not even in the same room I record this in. Um, I feel bad. I feel really bad. I will we'll make sure this doesn't happen again. Um... Just lost track of time, man. And um, shout out to my homie I was playing with last night. Um, had a good time. So I don't regret it. Um, and he works a lot too. So, you know, it's nice to get in touch with him when I can. Because, you know, 
he's usually at work when I'm at home. So, yeah. But um, I thought a lot about um, this week for, like, the, the recommendation. So, for the recommendation, I wanted to make it, like, a, a little segment. Um, this week's recommendation is a music recommendation. Um, it's an artist slash group slash album. So, it's like a threefer. You get three for one this week. Um, the artist is Zillakami. His group is City Morgue. And the album I wanted that I like, I wanted to recommend that I've been listening to nonstop is called Dog Boy. Um, Zillakami is uh, a rapper from Brooklyn, I believe. Um, and then City Morgue is how I originally found him. City Morgue is this uh, group. It's him and SOS Moolah. Um, man, they are probably my favorite artist slash group at the moment. Uh, City Morgue has like these real, dude, it's like punk rock meets rap, but not the way you think. Like the, the, the beats are like punk rock and rap mixed together. And then just like some of the hardest, like Zillicami's got this screamo, like Kurt Cobain-esque sometimes, uh, Denzel Curry vibe to him. Uh, it's like kind of screaming, like punk rock. Um, but he's rapping, bro, and he's talking about <laughs> just crazy shit. Sorry. The dog's barking. Oh, it didn't even mute the thing. God damn it. That's a fucking embarrassing. Well, I'll have to edit that out, so... It's going to be a cut back there. Sorry for that. When you hear that cut, that's what it was. I didn't mute the mic. Um, but yeah, bro, and he does martial arts. So he'd be talking about, you know, doing Muay Thai and jujitsu and uh, just crazy like MMA moves in the middle of his uh, in the middle of his verses. But uh, City Morgue uh, is the group. They have three albums. Uh, Zillakami, however, has this uh, album Dog Boy that just came out. I've been listening to this album nonstop for the past week. If you love like punk rock and you love rap and you love just interesting new music and even if you just like hard stuff, bro, like this is like this is straight gas, bro. Like this stuff is hard. Like it's high, it's high volume kind of music. It's intense. It's fast. It's like all the best parts of like punk rock meets like drill rap. You know, it's like if you put both of them together and just made a, a banger. That's what it is, but I've been listening to the album nonstop. I've been listening to City Morgue for like two years. Uh, Zillicami's a cool dude. He was just at the uh, like some rap festival um, that uh, Channel Five just covered. He's a cool dude, and um, I think his music's real interesting. Um, I don't think he gets enough love, and I think I think when people like X was close to doing this, like. Before X died, I could hear it in his music. He was gonna break through with the, the like rap and rock and the and the screamo and the like like Denzel Curry a bit too. Like I could feel that, and then now it's like Zillakami's kind of carrying that torch that I thought that X was kind of lighting in a sense. Like when I heard some of X's stuff on these last albums before he passed, I was really excited for the direction he was heading in, and um, Zillakami is kind of filling that void for me. So. Um, yeah, shout out Zillicami, shout out City Morgue. 
Um, they're on Spotify, YouTube. You guys can check them out. Um, yeah, so like I said, once again, I apologize for the randomness. Uh, the levels are all off. Um, dogs barking in the background. Yeah, it's rough, man. Uh, I should have recorded this last night. I should have been more prepared. That's on me. Um, next week will be better. Um, I'm not thrilled about this, but um, I have to keep a schedule. And, you know, hopefully if you guys think it's bad, you fucking roast me and tell me it sucked. And uh, <laughs> I'll do better next week, you know. I'm not going to... No excuses, you know. Um, Stand-up guy. So, uh, thank you, everybody. Hope you have a good weekend. Um, I will prepare... Next week, I will make sure this episode is really good. I'm also working on getting OBS and Discord, like recording Discord calls with OBS. Um, So here in like a month, a couple weeks, who knows, I'll be able to have guests. I might have some some people on the podcast um, and then I can start, you know, opening it up and having more avenues, uh, you know with the, uh, with the content. So stay in tune for that. Um, that should be up. Like I said, hopefully by the end of the month, I'll be able to have people on the podcast and, um, be able to work out some times to, you know, talk to people. Um, this is the part I hate cause it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Make sure you guys, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and follow. You get notifications when I post, uh, make sure you share this, um, with your friends. If you think it's worth sharing, um, if you don't, keep it to yourself. If um, if you have YouTube, subscribe to me on YouTube, SoundCloud, hit me up on there. Um, if you have a question, comment, concern, or a riddle, anything, man, hit us up. Just last week podcast at Gmail, or you can hit me up on my Snapchat and my uh, Facebook for anybody that has me on there. Those are the plugs. Um, it's been week six. It's been real. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Thanks.